Hello, everybody, and welcome to Retro Rewind. Today, we are talking about River City Ransom, because there's trouble in River City, and it's pool, and that rhymes with cool. And, Craig, have you ever seen Music Man? No, I have not seen Music Man. <laughs> uh, okay, then that joke fell flat. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows River City Ransom, right? It came out in 1989 in Japan, then 90 in America. Most of us played it. Pal, you guys didn't get it till 92, which is uh, a crying shame. But all that aside, Craig, I want you to take a look at the box art for River City Ransom. Yes, I will do that right now. Hang on. And I am looking at it. All right. So you see the guy in the white shirt? We'll call him Jeffy. Mm-hmm. What is Jeffy. he doing with his hands? I th think his right hand is saying, I'm a boxer and I'm going to box your face in. But his left hand is saying, I'm also a karate expert. And a I'm karate gonna, man? <laughs> I'm going to karate chop you. Um, it looks like he's getting ready to do the up yours thing. You know, where you, you, you oh, yeah. put your arm... And then, and then uh, I, I can't think of a name for the guy off to the right. Um, let's call him Gary. He looks like a Gary. Okay. Gary, yep. He, he looks like a real winner. He... I wouldn't want to meet him in a darkened night because I think he'd, he'd beat me up. Either that or he would be the hobo eating out of the garbage. Uh, his that hair is really be. cool, though. His, I'll give him that. That's exactly what I was going to say. His hair is, uh, is on point. So... We decided to do something a little bit different. Oh, by the way, that's Craig, the guy over there. Say hi, Craig. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. All right. So we did something a little different this time. What we did was, instead of each playing the game on our own, the Switch has the NES Classics kind of thing, but they have online play enabled. Uh, there's a variety of two-player games. We played a bunch. We could probably talk about some later. But, um, mm -hmm. Craig, would you like to inform the good, good people how this game performed? when played online two-player. I would love to say it performed admirably, but clearly the the NES graphics, the amount of data that's flying through the internet, there was quite a significant amount of lag. If it were something like Battlefield, it would be entirely unplayable. Like, you're in the plane, you've taken off, but before you know it, you're actually embedded in the side of a mountain kind of lag. It's... It's laggy. Now, it's, now it's there are laggy. caveats here. Uh, we don't have the wired adapters, and we are on mm -hmm. two different continents. Yeah. But um, it was it was painful to play. Uh, we were constantly hitting each other in the back of the head. We were mm -hmm. constantly running into walls. Um, it wasn't fun, and so that's why we very quickly stopped. Um, just to undefend your defense of it, we play Battlefield on the sweat on the, the PlayStation wireless across this continents is true. with nary a ping issue nor lag issue however you're you're also forgetting too that the the graphical depth of the NES game has got to be hard to get inside little itty bitty wires like ethernet cables i mean that's true this is quite a heavy hitting graphical powerhouse of a game um Okay, so sarcasm aside, 
if you're going to be playing online with people, make sure you're on the same continent and you probably have the wired adapter. It did not work very well at all. So once we turned on uh, latency mode, I think they called it, things got a mm-hmm. little bit better, but it does this weird thing that made me and Craig almost feel sick. Um, yeah. Craig, how's the music in Yoshi? The music, well, we, we haven't yet confirmed whether it is the music or not. But it does this weird time warping effect noise where it's playing at full speed, then it'll dip to like quarter speed for a fraction of a second. A bit like you're, you've eaten something that's not agreed with your stomach and you don't know whether you're hallucinating or whether your dead gran has just walked in the room. Kind of horror vibes to, to the effect. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. I felt seasick, like actual seasick. It, it was it was hurting my teeth with mm-hmm. what it does to it. So yeah, it doesn't do lag where you know it plays locally on your end fine. It's it does this weird thing, man. And I would suggest hooking up with somebody in another country just to hear what it does because it is funky. But anyway, uh, let's see announcement number two. And me going, uh, right before this kind of ruins it. But so with our end of the year podcast, we did a while ago or our beginning of the year. I can't remember which, uh, we all kind of decided like editing is a big bugbear here, right? Like that's what takes up most of the time. So for starting with retro rewinds, at least we're going to try to not be as critical on the editing. So it might not be as clean, not in terms of quality, but in terms of us being, you know, really, really dumb and saying really, really dumb things. We're not going to edit that out as much anymore. So it'll hopefully sound more like a normal conversation between two people. If this does, say, make you seasick or hurt your teeth like the music of Yoshi, uh, hit us up and let us know. That way we can be like, okay, now we just need to put that time. But this is more or less just to take some of the weight off of Craig. And I'm... Pretty sure it'll still sound just as amazing, because we are amazing. Yes. We are. Yeah. Now, us amazing people, we should probably talk about River City Ransom a little bit before we move directly on to other things. Okay. So, well, first off, uh, how do you feel about the beat-em-up genre? Are you a a fan? Not a fan? I'm I'm a fan to a certain extent. I'm a fan in that I like side scrolling punching and moving from area to area um normally just horizontally and feeling good to, you know like that will be a bit of a vertical plane but mostly horizontal i like it but the problem i have with it is uh, there's a million and one other games and genres that i would rather sit down and play and i get the feeling sometimes that they're all quite samey at times i if, absolutely you know I mean. can see that yeah that's a perfectly I want to say legitimate complaint is th- they are very much moved to the right, beat man up. Yeah, moved to the right. Um, does your hmm, does your tolerance go up when you're in an arcade rather than sitting at home? I would probably never like if I'm in an arcade, I'm heading to the light gun games or something a bit more interactive or something where you can sit on a bike and lean from side to side and go. <laughs> Because sadly, like, those games don't offer their own sound effects. You must create your own. No, that's exactly it. In my head, I'm I'm completely. I'm going to hunt on eighty miles an hour on that bike. Um, um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even in an arcade. Do you ever did? And this is this is off course, of course. But 
You ever played G-Lock in the arcade? It's a Sega Is game. Is that the one that moves about? Yeah, it's a plain cockpit that... Yeah. I yeah. want to say it has like 45 degrees worth of movement in every direction. Ridiculously fun. Yes, I do like that. There's another one that you can play... Can't remember the name of the game, but you're on like a ground-based artillery unit, and the whole thing swings around. Oh, you get the big head? gun sitting out in front of you. It might be. I can't remember. But that kind of thing, I would go to an arcade. It's the same kind of thing. Why am I going to go to an arcade and play a beat 'em up? Eh. Well, because you're be a little kid, dance and dance. that's the only place you were allowed. Um, I went to the arcade and played NES games <laughs> because mm. I was a weirdo. Fair enough. I um, actually spent a significant amount of my childhood playing Altered Beast. That was my oh, favourite. I'm sorry. Alter, Have you played it Altered recently? Beast. No, no. I would be absolutely terrified to because it's one that I've got <laughs> really good memories of. I've got really good memories of the bosses and the art style and some of the things that happen in it. I think it was great, but I, I don't want... It's the same with Golden Axe. I don't want to go back and play them because... Those I did play quite a lot. Oh. See, I'm still okay with Golden Axe. Uh, it, it's Altered Beast that's a little on the squiffy side for me. Um, Okay, so River City Ransom is a game in the loosely cobbled together Kunio Kun franchise. So there are a bunch of games in this collection. Um, River City Ransom is probably the most famous right next to uh, Super Dodgeball, would be my guess. But they all feature this kind of squat but not quite chibi art style. Everybody looks like they were made out of a brick. You know, really flat heads, really squat bodies, and very T-Rexy arms. I do like the way it looks. It's quite endearing, and it gives it quite a different feel to normal, or what I would consider normal beat em up games I, I started playing it and I thought this instantly appeals to me more than sitting down and playing Streets of Rage which I just hate well this has all actually been a catfish just to get you to talk more about why you hate Streets of Rage because I'm right there with you buddy <laughs> <laughs> um, so it is a beat em up like we were talking about uh, you have your punches your kicks The what makes this kind of interesting is it's kind of an open world on the NES there are streets you can go back and forth between. There are little alleyways that take you from like horizontal plane to horizontal plane. And every time you beat up, kill, destroy, annihilate an enemy, I don't know. Not only do you get this cute little text down at the bottom with things like chill out, man, or barf, uh, you also get money. And this you can take to the shops and you can buy stat ups. Now Craig, roughly how many stats do you think are in this game? I'm going to say something in the region of 20. It's yeah, that's it's not not exactly a bad guess. Like there is a proper stat screen in this. Yeah, um, I I can I've got a mental vision of what it looked like, but I did not go into great detail and thinking, right, I'm going to try and have to start thinking about this and this and that. I just I looked at it and went, "Holy crap." <laughs> and then closed it. <laughs> but yes, you can buy certain foods. So like, uh, I was a waffle man. Uh, Craig preferred the pancakes. But every time you eat one of these items, it raises a stat as well as gives you health back. So if you really want to be um, 
your punch speed to be very fast, you would go and eat waffles a whole bunch. Or if your kick speed, you would go eat tea or coffee a whole bunch, and you could raise your stats. Now, the thing is, is there's a lot of stats there, and it does change things to some extent. Like, later on, you can get these things like triple punches and triple kicks. But for the most part, it's not something where you, like, absolutely need to farm in order to finish the game. It's, would you say what, Craig? It's like standard beat-em-up tactics. You stand directly above a person on a horizontal plane, wait for them to come to yours, then you kick them a bunch, and then you move again. Exactly. I think, yeah, the only thing to watch out for is people throwing things at you as they come running towards you. Yeah, they do get, there is quite a bit of cheap shot going on here. But, I mean, with with the health system, the way it has it, it's it's absolutely fine. And in two-player, the health system was even better than in single player because let's say you're you're hanging with your your buddy, his name might be Craig, I don't know, and you transition to the next screen, and in the next screen there's a giant hole in the ground. And Craig goes running off into the hole in the ground. Uh, and now several you're... times. That was lag. It was lag. <laughs> it, honest it was it was lag. <laughs> oh oh yeah, well, there were many walls we run into as well. Mm-hmm. But so when a teammate dies or they run out of health all you have to do is get to the next screen and they're back at full health so this very much takes it out of that camp of like the arcade game that wants your quarters this is very much feels designed to be played at home um craig out of curiosity is this something that you would play like do you ever see yourself going back to this or has this just been kind of a novelty if on it, if it didn't have the stats and the open world element to it, I would never even consider it. But I, I've put it onto my list of if I get the chance, I'll have a wee blitz through it because it's not long to play. I think a couple of hours. Tops I think I think it's three hours it. was the last time I beat it, and was that it was three? me, you know, just fiddling around and having fun. So okay. you could probably I, stream I think, it. Yeah, I was thinking walk through to at least tell me where to go. Yeah, that is that is one thing. I use the map because it does yeah. get confusing. Because well, it's the NES. I mean, there's only so many graphical palettes they can use. Yep. And uh, that's River City Ransom, guys. And yeah, gals. Um, the story's fairly kind of standard. You're beating up people to go and save a girl from school. There is a nice twist on that, though. What's the twist? Oh, I can't tell you. Ah. Uh. I mean, no, I'm going to have to play it. You're going to have to. You're going to find out what Slick wants. God damn it. So, uh, like I said, we also tried a bunch of other games. Craig tried a few games Mm -hmm. for the first time. I I tried a couple games that uh, were much better in my childhood. Let's put it that way. Uh, Ice hockey being one. Craig said it reminded him of Sensible World of Soccer. uh, It did very much had that feel to it which i think i'm right i think i think it, it does share a lot of the same elements it's just slow the same with soccer oh my just gosh soccer was incredibly incredibly slow same people same developer as ice hockey but they somehow managed to make soccer feel like the ball was made out of like a big ball of taffy and it would just you would kick it and it just went Doof. <laughs> um, well, I mean, let's be fair. Soccer was a launch game. Ice hockey was later. So they, they got all the taffy off the ball by the time ice hockey came around. Now, there is something interesting about soccer. 
and this will either make me and Craig look interesting or incredibly mm. stupid. There is a country with the initials FRG. I yep. can't think of what country that is. And it, it can't I can't be France either. because FRA nope. is right next to it. So if you live in the country of FRG or you know of the country FRG, let us know because I'm very curious to see what it is. Oh, um, I think I know what it is. What? The Federal Republic of Germany. They went by FRG? Well, this is the 80s, so you've got um, Germany's in a different place from where it was that, now. That is, that is a very different... Okay. Well, there you go. There's proof that lets you know that the whole uh, split Germany thing was not made up by old people. There we go. Sorry, we should have Googled that before. So we can say that nobody really lives there now, right? No, nobody, nobody does. Empty doesn't country exist anymore. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was that was a real dud. Uh, tennis is also quite boring. Yep. And and very difficult to serve the ball, as they found out. Even the computer couldn't do it. At least uh, yeah, half the, com- the time. <laughs> the computer, the computer could not serve either. So, uh, yeah. on an exciting note, Craig got to play the original Mario Brothers for the first time. Yeah, never ever ever played it. It completely feels different. Like I'm trying to jump and change direction while jumping. The guys are slippery as anything when you're playing it. And it's got a mechanic that I just didn't even expect. So all in, to the point where I was trying to jump on top of things that you couldn't jump on top of. Different to what I'd ever expected. And this is also, of course, with a slight sousson of lag on top of it just to make things interesting so the slippery mario brothers physics it was quite a bit of fun yeah it was good it was good fun that was that was kind of a highlight of the night next to balloon flight because i did well at that balloon fight it's a fight my man not a flight oh is it a fight i thought it was a flight because you were flying no don't be stupid craig it's the 80s we have to fight uh yeah uh, craig roundly spanked me on that one it was good fun. It was good fun. You just fly about and pop other things' balloons. Is and that then the first time you've them. tried it? Yeah, I've never played that before. No. It was brilliant. I'm like, of everything we played tonight, I'm like, I'm going to go back and play that some <laughs> more. Uh, you also got to try Solomon's Key, which is a game that frustrated the ever-loving crap out yeah. of me as a kid. I'd, again, another great puzzly type. You place a block, you lift a block, you have to get for me to be and pick up a key and then get to the door really pretty cool like um, i had no idea that some of this stuff existed oh that's yeah, how well, i mean that's because you grew up in the land of microcomputers man and uh uh the game center cx episode on on solomon's key is pretty good too if you ever feel like watching it uh what else did we try you tried lolo which was yeah, you know it's lolo um, great song we but played right. wario woods oh wario's <laughs> woods oh yeah uh uh yeah, that's that's not. I can see why it didn't become a franchise. To be honest with you, yeah, wasn't great. Doctor Mario, very good. Doctor Mario is very good. Well, thrilling did we play? radio going on right here. Okay, I was gonna say I, I have a complete and utter topic change for you, since this is the new and improved retro rewind where we just kind of hang out. Okay. If you're up for it. Yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. Hit me with it. So this weekend, Craig, uh, due to Kingdom Hearts releasing a little while ago, I decided, well, you know, it's about time I finally finished one. I have them all. Let's finish one. 
So I played Kingdom Hearts 1 for the first time. Uh, finished it in three days. Mm-hmm. And I m- might be a fan. Yeah? Yeah. Um, the story is k- kind of dumb. Like, your typical Final Fantasy dumb. But there's nothing really bad about that. No, not yet. Like, the gameplay... Like, I'm I'm going to hit you with an honest-to-goodness recommendation here, Craig. Like, we were talking whether or not we should jump in right at 3 or, right or at start three, from the beginning. Yeah. Um, the first one is really fun still. It doesn't have a lot of PS2 jank going on. I might take you up on that off then, because I've been flip-flopping between... Playing the first one, just jump straight into three. Play the first one. Just, I've been going between them, and I got to the point where I just thought I'm gonna go in at three. I'm gonna play it and not care about the story, and play it for the spectacle of you know running about with I don't know Cloud and Mario on Goofy's face while Buzz Lightyear <laughs> flies through. This. You know, like I just just that is half just the fun of it. Like like yeah. Like, like fighting enemies with Aladdin is is half mm-hmm. the fun of it. Like, hey, it's Aladdin, and uh, I want to know how they got this voice cast, man, because that must have been a lot of money. Because like some of the big ones, right? Like like the genie isn't Robin Williams, but it's Dan Castellaneta, which is oh wow, yeah. I mean, it's like whoa, yeah. that's a big name. And they got like the original voices of Aladdin, the original voice of Alice from Alice in Wonderland, the original voice of Ariel. It's like. That's crazy for being what two thousand one, two thousand two. That's proper. That is nuts. So yeah, um, the second one, like Chain of Memories, I just started it, and it's weird because it's a three D battle system, right? Like the first one, except it's a card game, and I'm still wrapping my head around it, but it's kind of fun. Like I'm almost kicking myself for not picking this up earlier. Oh man. Right, okay, so you, you've sold me on playing it. I'm going to have to pick up that, the, you know, the one and a half, two and a half, 2.8 Remix yeah. Master Collection, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, I think it's actually 1. 5 seven games. Plus 2.5, I, I think yeah. that's the one I have on PS4. I'll go so, for it. Yeah. I'll do um, it. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would highly suggest it. Um, I know I normally hate this kind of show, but what have you been playing? I have been playing Dragon Quest Eleven, <laughs> just to put that the wee number at the end of that. It's been absolutely fantastic so far. I'm up maybe about forty hours into it now, and just absolutely loving it. It's charming the balls off of me. Still, everything is just really cute and nice and friendly. You know, even when you got to fight some enemies. They've got wee smiley faces, or there's something funny about them. There's a pig with a witch's hat called a ham witch, and you're like, <laughs> oh, I see what they've done there. It's just full of dad jokes. Your party, there's not an annoying member of your party, and there's six people uh, in your party. That I might disagree with you a little bit uh, on. Who do you not I, like? I, I, I can't it's remember not, his not name. Not Silvano. Silvano. I think that's the fan I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> okay. Mr. Jester Boy? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, he can stand a good punch in the face. I can... Do you know, right, okay, Dave, I thought the same to the point where when he's first introduced, I thought, I hope he doesn't join the party. Please don't <laughs> let him join the party. Please let him turn out to be a baddie. I'll, I'll be fine with that. But maybe 15 hours later, I don't have him in, in my, my lineup at the moment, 
but I came across a rainbow whip in a shop for three and a half grand and I actually had to run back to the bank, withdraw some money, go back to shop, buy it, give him it, and he's, he's never going to use it because he's always going to be in the back bench. <laughs> but I was like, that guy deserves this whip. I actually really like it. I like him. So it's kind of... It's, um, it's just got me. It's got me I like me the good. sisters. The sisters are good. That mm-hmm. accent is mm, just great. Yeah. Uh, the other guy, I can't remember. Not the main character, the first party member you got. I can't remember his Eric. Name. Eric. Yeah, he was kind of, eh. Like, I could take him or leave him. Yeah. So who is your party now? Um, I now have Eric, Rab, and Jade as my main guys because um, Rab is a Scottish guy and when he heals people I've got him set to heal everyone all the time what does it was he says god I was going to tell you about this and the phrase has dropped out my head but he's he's like really sarky Scottish so he's like no no take that and you'll be right as rain and that kind (laughs) of thing (laughs) that kind of thing is it's really cute I love it and it's really well written and the story is bald stupid a bit like your Kingdom Hearts type thing. It's it, just it is stupid. ball stupid, but it's ball stupid in a very stock standard. Yeah. Like, boy, I could have told you this. No problem. Yeah, it's Dragon Quest. That, that's what it is. It's just they're always like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy. I, so I'm trying to gauge where you are in the game. I don't know if you've surpassed mm-hmm. me because put mine down. Have you done horse racing yet? Yes. Have you done bee riding yet? Yes. Okay, all right, then you have surpassed me because bee riding was the last thing of note that I did. Okay. Uh, so has this piqued your interest for, like, earlier games in the series? Well, this is one of those things where, like, I play it and then I'm like, do I go back? Is it going to be a worse experience if I go back? If the story isn't what I'm there for, how far back do I go? Oh, and then I was just a bit like, well... Um, I did the same with Final Fantasy. Playing yeah, 15 well- first... <laughs> but yeah, that of... was that was a bad way to do it. Um, but like, um, so you know the relationship between like fifteen and ten. Yeah. Uh, the good thing that with Dragon Quest is they all play exactly the same as what you're playing right now. Like, exactly. Okay. Um, in terms of visuals, uh, eleven pulls directly from eight, which was as far back as I would recommend you go. Okay. And eight is on 3ds. So it it's not too bad. The problem is with like seven, seven. I believe the story was about a hundred and two hours long. Oh bloody hell! Just doing the story. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and beyond that, they're very uh, computer RPG old school. Of like, okay, you don't just walk to that little icon with stairs on it. You have to walk to it, open the menu, select stairs. Then you get to go down. So, oof. Oh dear God! That, yeah, no, 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 not for that. Yeah. yeah so like cool. eight, eight, like eight, nine. That's about as far as back as I'd, I'd recommend, unless you're really into it. Well, great, great, Dave. Because between you know ten minutes ago and now, I now have seven Kingdom Hearts games to play and four Dragon Quest games, based on your recommendations. Oh, oh there'll be more next week too. <laughs> I mean, so under the under the hood a little bit here, folks. Uh, we haven't done Snatcher yet. This was something where you know uh, Craig wanted more time to finish Snatcher, which absolutely fine. 
So if, say, we release the Snatcher episode and we're at each other's throats and arguing and yelling and throwing things, and then this episode comes out and we're still friends, uh, we, <laughs> we may have broken up the show due to Snatcher. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen. Okay. I'm sure it's fine. Or, I mean, well, we don't know. Maybe Trump will build a wall. Maybe Putin will declare war. I don't know what's going to happen between now mm. and Snatcher, Craig. Well, I'm not making Putin play Snatcher. I'm making <laughs> you play Snatcher. Yeah, but he might get... What if he's just like, I can't believe people are still talking about Snatcher, and then just loses it. <laughs> I can imagine him like that. Like, totally. I mean, what if he's a Death Stranding boy, and he doesn't want to hear about anything else Kojima's ever done? Mm. Um, This is, of course, just random conversation, but are you still feeling it? For Death Stranding? Yeah. Um, I'm I'm totally calmed down. There's not been a lot of action in the Death Stranding space recently, so I'm calm again. Okay. And I've got other things to be excited about. Actually, it's not even I've got other things to be excited about. I've been completely distracted by my pile of shame and my to-do list and what we're recording for the show, it's distracting. That's true. Is it still in the day one category? Or has it downgraded? Oh, yeah, I'll, still buy, I'll, I'll buy it day one. Okay, all right. Um, Detroit's going well for you? Detroit is going very well. Uh, Have you finished? It's going very, very well. No, but no one has died yet, which is the key part. Uh, oh, I, I did not some... know. So it's kind of like heavy rain in that regard? Oh, it's exactly like heavy rain to the point where even at the end of every level or every scene, uh, you get a breakdown of the tree of where else your decisions could have went, and oh, each okay. scene has seven or eight endings. Like your your main character can die in the first scene, and there's like game mechanics to deal with that, but you can kill yourself pretty re- frequently. Wow. Uh, people, has so. there been it's awkward good. sex scenes yet? No, none. No androids oh. bumping uglies. Whoa. This this may be worth a checkout. Um, what what could your vote for best sex scene in a game, Craig? Uh, the unicorn scene from The Witcher 3 with Yennefer. That is pretty good, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you <laughs> should never have cheated on Triss, however. Uh, but if you're going to, I, unicorn sex is worth it. Honestly, see that decision, see the, the Yennefer, because my heart was going with Triss. The only reason I ended up with Yennefer was because I thought it was the canon decision to make. Otherwise, I would have been with Triss. Uh, you're sort of right. Sort of. Yeah. But uh, I yeah, know the so- Triss ending ends with you it's sitting in a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere overlooking yeah, a lake and just-, just being happy. I yeah. would have loved that. Yeah, that's how my, my Geralt ended his days. Just kind of chilling. Have you seen the cutscene for if you get with both of them and try and do a, a kind of? I've I'm heard something funny happens, but I haven't seen yeah, it. They set you up as if you're going to have a threesome with the two of them, and then they totally blue balls you and both leave <laughs> you. <laughs> that's oh, that's brilliant. great! Oh, poor Gerald. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, because I, I was at work the other day and. I was listening to a soundtrack and I was like, oh, hey, you know, this soundtrack reminds me a little bit of Mass Effect. And I know this is a weird way my brain works. And I was like, man, you know, Mass Effect, I haven't played those in a very long time. And then I was like, you know, I should go home and play Mass Effect. And I got home and I was like, oh, wait, I platinumed them all last year. 
Yeah. Wow. You did. I completely forgot about it. And so I was like, huh, what did I leave open to Platinum? And then I saw Witcher 3. I'm like, oh, I haven't Platinum yet. I need to do that. And then I started me thinking about, huh, would I go for Yen or Triss again? And that, of course, makes you think of all the sex scenes. And then I remembered Mass Effect's wonderful, wonderful sex scenes. <laughs> Man, I don't think they've done it well yet. Yeah. At all. I've, I've actually... Um... You've just reminded me. Oh, Mass Effect haven't done it well uh, in any of the games, but you've just reminded me of the other key sex scene that I just love as well, and that is, um, oh, what's his name, Dorian and the Iron Bull and oh. Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, yeah. When they all bust into the room and they're like awkwardly standing there, <laughs> the entire party's standing there, and the two of them are just kind of half naked. It's it's a scene and a half. I absolutely love that. It makes me chuckle. Um, yeah, I, I think I think if I went back and played Inquisition, I'd still like it. I think I don't know about the older yeah. Dragon Ages because they they might be getting rougher on the edges. I, I would as well, and I used to jokingly say Dragon Age Inquisition was better than The Witcher. It's clearly not the case <laughs> when you look at it objectively, but I think of the two of them, I would probably rather replay Dragon Age Inquisition. Really? Be- Why? Yeah, because if I played The Witcher again, I'd get lost for another 100 odd hours <laughs> of wandering. I ain't got the uh- time for that. I've thought about going back and, and doing a grand replay of the old Dragon Age series. I might at some point end up doing that. Uh, if but, you do, do I'll, I'll, I'll join you. All right, yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, this is a listener, you're just listening to us how we normally talk now. I'm yeah. very sorry for this. Um, but, Craig, question for you. You have played something that has been on my list for a very long time, and that is Catherine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it good? It's, it's super good. It's absolutely and utterly super. It's super duper good. I I loved it to bits. It's just very weird. It's like Persona weird when you're not playing the puzzly sections of the game, but in the dream world with you know the mechanics and yeah. the, the way it plays the block and stuff. Pushing and yeah, that is like it spoke directly to my soul. <laughs> in terms of what was going on the fact that it was set in Japan with the mentalness of of Persona it's, I actually prefer it to the turn based side of Persona and I played what did I do? I played Persona 5 Persona 4 and then Catherine just back to back and Catherine was by far the highlight of the really? Theme. yeah, oh, it was super good because I don't think I'd like the gameplay. Like, I've watched the trailer enough to be like, I don't know. I don't, That's I what's don't, been stopping me. Yeah, I don't know if you would like it either, but it's good. What about, I, is the story worth it? Because that's what's always kind of hooked me. It's like, that is a very weird story for a game. It's, yes. Yeah, I would say, yeah, it's worth it. Okay, much, man. much more than, not maybe not Persona 5, but Persona 4 was the weakest of the stories for me. I quite liked Five's um, In Your Brain thing and Three and Three and Catherine's the way Catherine was going it's just it's just fantastic to play. Because I'm pretty sure you might have started a riot in some small European country by saying the four story was not, not, not the greatest. 
Uh, of uh, those three, I'm not saying it's not the greatest. It's out of the three of them, it was my least favorite story. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, uh, without even playing Catherine, I kind of agree. Like four felt very Scooby Doo to me. Yes, I mean the characters were good. I, I like the characters, but mm-hmm. yeah, the story itself wasn't a huge fan of. Because like Catherine sits in this weird hole with like Deadly Premonition for me. Have you heard about Deadly Premonition? I've heard of it. Yes. I don't think I've played that. I mean, because cause, like, Catherine is weird with the whole Catherine with a K and Catherine with a C thing. Okay, that's mm-hmm. enough to at least pique my interest. And then all you need to say is, like, Deadly Premonition is like Twin Peaks the game. And I'm like, huh. But the gameplay styles of both make me kind of back off a little bit. But I, I think I'm going to end up picking up Catherine then, for PS4 at least. That That was the thing that gutted that gutted me the most because I finished playing it and then realised that it was coming to PS4 and I was like, "Dang!" (laughs) Oh, so it's like doing a an episode or something and saying (laughs) they'll never re-release this. Are you crazy? And then having yeah, um, no, but people do due due diligence. They don't play something like Onimusha just for example and go, (laughs) "Never going to release this." No, nobody does that. At least not I any professionals. I can't believe all the things they had to do to get that re-released. I'm like, man, why you make me look bad, Capcom? <laughs> I love you guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's sitting in the old the old list too. All right. So I think we should probably end this episode about River City Ransom. I know. Yeah. I almost forgot the name of the game we were talking about. I think. Yeah. My my main takeaway from this hasn't been a recommendation on playing River City Ransom, although it was pretty good and it brings some interesting things to the table, like the open worldiness and the stats. It was more a general reflection on playing some NES games with a friend who's a million miles away online is just the concept of it is fantastic. And oh yeah. We both own Raspberry Pis with games and emulators, but also legally hooked up. Legally, legally, we have every physical copy of each game. Um, and netplay is a thing, so we are going to go investigating and see what else we can play together because it's it's cool. It's really cool playing old games together. Oh yeah, uh, that is of course with the caveat of. Oh hey, Kingdom Hearts is a thing, and Dragon Quest is a thing, and Catherine's yeah. a thing, and and oh yeah, hey, Geralt's coming to Monster Hunter soon. So oh, so he has, yeah, yeah. I'll be on sabbatical for a little while mm-hmm. because I mean, while I'm there, I might as well finish this armor set and, and get this weapon. And have you seen some of the PC mods for Monster Hunter? I've seen um, one of the enemies have been reskinned to be the xenomorph so you can I've, fight a xenomorph oh yeah yeah the alien I've, I've seen thomas the tank engine mm-hmm. uh, that was pretty good uh did you see the the character like complete reskin to make it look like 2b no it's pretty cool yeah uh i know this is this is a bit of a whopper of a uh conversation starter but how do you feel about mods craig because I generally don't like them. 50-50. I mean, we don't have the, uh, the greatest access to mods being on console. Back in the PC days, I wouldn't have minded a few mods, a few like Half-Life mods and stuff like that. But overall, I kind of like... Unless it's like a really well-developed mod, 
I feel a bit like I'm just testing something or something broken or I feel like it's not playing the game the way the developers intended it to be played. Oh my gosh, Craig, I could kiss you right now. That that being said, I do love videos like when the first dragon comes in in Skyrim and it's Thomas the Tank and all you hear is <laughs> from a million miles away and then Thomas drops down and he's like and then blows fire. I love that and I love the fact that people like doing that. It's just mostly not for me. Um, yeah, you can pretty much copy paste your answer. Uh, yeah, it, it, it feels wrong. Like like uh, back when I played uh, a lot of Street Fighter stuff on PC, like 4, and uh, Dark Souls stuff on PC. Mm-hmm. Like some of the mods were like, yeah, but now you're barely playing the game the way it should be played. You know, like playing Dark Souls with maxed out stats right off the bat. It's right. like, yeah, but then you're not getting what makes it special or, you know, things like it, it or Skyrim mods. Where it's like, yeah, you have infinite stamina. It's like, oh, yeah. What, what fun is that? I guess it's kind of the same way I feel about cheat codes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Were you a big cheat code kid? Nope. I was not a fan. I always felt the times I did, you know, open the console, god mode. Nah, did you feel I, dirty? I, yeah, and it's, it's just, it, ruins the ga- it ruins the game. I sound like an old man, but it does. <laughs> it just feels like... Why am I even? Why am I even playing the game if I've got God mode with infinite amino? Amino. Amino. <laughs> you know what I meant. Well, one can never have too many aminos, Craig. I know. Um, I'd rather just play games the way they were made. Yeah, Warcraft. I, th- I think that's yeah. yeah, kind of this kind of the same. There was one game that I I modded to like hell and back, just you know having fun. Like oh, okay, I'll try, and I ruined it for pretty much ever for me like i've tried to play it the correct way again it's like yeah but i've already seen everything yeah, whatever uh, you know like that kind of thing yeah all right so this is the second ending to our river city ransom podcast the uh-huh. first ending was where the non-premium subscribers had their episode end so thank mm-hmm. you for all the premium subscribers that stuck with us to thank the you. end um our Kickstarter to make a full motion picture is moving along very well, so thank you, everybody, for donating. Um, Craig, how's your Paint All of Our Subscribers a Personalized Picture Patreon going? It's going well. It's going well. I'm painting at least one picture a day, and I've got oh, about 400,000 left to do, which will take me at least a year. You vastly, vastly overestimate our audience, <laughs> sir. Oh. <laughs> Well, I, I, um, I never claimed to be a mathematician. What about a mathematician? Oh, no, a mathematician. That I am. Because I can cool. do a sum and it not be the right answer, but it's because it's magic. Magic fixes everything, Craig. It does. It does. All right. Okay. So thank you very much for listening to this meandering podcast. I promise they won't all be like this. Uh, especially Snatcher episode, which I am looking forward to doing with my boy Craig. Mm-hmm. If, if you would like to suggest a game for us to play or just have any general feedback at all, you can go to the website at thebiteffect.com and we have a contact form or we have a game suggestion form. And we're also on like, you know, iTunes and Instagram and all that normal stuff. Uh, since you're listening, you probably know where our podcast is located, so no use telling you. Yep. All right, so uh, Craig, say yes. goodnight to the people. Well, what about what's next? 
Like, what are we playing next? Well, I don't know, because you didn't figure it out. I did. I picked, oh, I you did! Picked, you I did! That's right! Mm. So, Craig, <clears throat> editing that out, what uh-huh. what did you have up for us next? Um, we are going to play, and this is a change from what I told you we're going to play, but I just want to especially oh. <laughs> bug you. <laughs> because we're playing Snatcher, and Snatcher I'm enjoying very much to the point where we've delayed the recording. I want to play what is actually number one at the moment of my top games of all time. Please don't say Malice Snats. No. No, okay. it's Monkey Island 2. The Chuck's Revenge. <laughs> there's, okay. there's method in my madness. No, I, it's just the, madness. The, there's method in my madness. It's short, okay? That's for you. That's the, the point, the bonus point for you. But for me, it is my favourite game of all time at the moment. When I made my top 50 games list or whatever, it's been at the top now for a year and a bit. And it's not going to shift. And I just want to see what you have to say about it. And I don't care if it's terrible, because I will absorb well, all your thing. points. There's the thing. Well, oh, okay, okay. We'll, we'll talk about it then. But I'm starting to think this is less of a podcast and just some grand conspiracy for me to get you to play every Godzilla game and for you to get me to play every adventure game. Well, yeah, maybe. I, I We'll have something different in store after this. I've, I've, I've had my Snatcher. I'll have my monkey island. Snatcher? Like... I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to save that for next week, but I couldn't resist oh. it. Oh my god, that's so good. You could have opened just with that. <laughs> I still We've will. Got... Have no fear, okay, sir. Good stuff, good stuff. Right. So next time we will be doing, as he said, Monster Island LeChuck's Revenge of Magic. <laughs> So if you can piece together what we were supposed to do before Craig did the switcheroo, good for you. Yeah. But anyway, yes, join us next time when we make sure Guybrush Wood stays under the water for more than 10 minutes. Say goodnight, Craig. Good night. I hate you. <laughs>